Hi, I'm Chip Sutterth, and welcome to episode 432 of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast. Concentrated commentary on the worlds of Doctor Who. Today's guest essay comes to us from Katie Burt. Katie is staff editor at Den of Geek US, and she has thoughts about Rose Tyler, about class, and about Katie's introduction to the worlds of Doctor Who. My first experience watching Doctor Who, like so many Americans in the 90s, came on public television. My family lived in a part of rural New Hampshire where cable TV had yet to reach, which meant unless you could afford a satellite dish, your choices were a fuzzy ABC or a far less fuzzy PBS. Tom Baker in a silly scarf had the clear advantage. And although I wouldn't see it for a long time, my family's lack of financial privilege was already shaping my Doctor Who fan identity. The second time I found Doctor Who was in 2006, introduced to New Who by my sister while we were both home from college for winter break. There were so many things to love about RTD's first two seasons, but what I loved the most was Rose Tyler. I was 19 just like Rose, and I was poor like Rose too, an identity I rarely got to see so centrally represented in my favorite kinds of storytelling, speculative fiction TV. Rose is never explicitly described as poor as far as I can remember, but a lot of the signs of financial insecurity are there. She works in a shop, wears ill-fitting clothes, and lives with her mom even though she doesn't seem to want to. Most of all, when the doctor first meets her, she has a look in her eye. The fear she will forever be trapped in financial insecurity and the narrow expectations that so often go with it. The kinds of expectations that will sink into your bones if you let them. As a kid and teenager, I didn't have the same kind of fear as Rose, at least not on a conscious level. Both of my parents had graduated from college, and they encouraged their kids to do the same. My father, who had to work while he was in high school and was the only one of his siblings to go to college, refused to let any of us work during the school year. We were only allowed to work during the summer months, which we all did. Still, by the time I graduated from college, I would know what it was like to clean hotel rooms I couldn't afford to stay in myself and wash the dirty dishes of my classmates whose parents could afford to pay for college outright. In general, going to college would be an exercise in living the reality that my working-class experience wasn't universal. That some people had their own TARDISes, some had to be asked on board, and some never got the chance to travel the universe at all. At the end of the episode, Rose, the doctor offers her a place on his TARDIS. Free of charge, he elaborates. That felt important. The offer was an opportunity without any visible monetary strings attached. It was the option to learn and change and grow without Rose having to promise something she didn't have in return. By the time Rose Tyler exits Doctor Who as a regular, she presents as much more middle class than when she began, which is pretty realistic to me. She's influenced by the power and privilege she experiences herself and observes in others while traveling with the Doctor, and by the increasingly middle class presentation of the Doctor himself. There's nothing wrong with that. People change, especially ones who leave home to see all of space and time. It happened to me, too. As a child and teenager, I spent most of my time in working-class spaces. As an adult, I spend most of my time in middle-class ones. Most of my friends and colleagues hailing from middle-class backgrounds and reading me as the same. The longer I stay away from my working-class home, the further I get, in big and small ways, from the people who never left. That's the cost of leaving. It's not without its wonders, but it's not without its tragedies, either. Anywhere in the universe free of charge... My college education never made the same promise. A decade later, and I'm still working to pull myself out of the debt it put me in. 
to hopefully find out what it feels like to make decisions as an adult without a financial and emotional anchor that makes every step, big and small, that much harder to take. I do think it was the right decision to tie myself to that anchor. Because this is what coming from a poor background means. Trying to make the best of bad decisions and hoping one of them leads to the privilege of one day having the chance to make good ones too. College was like a ride on the TARDIS in more ways than one. It brought me access to new ideas and new kinds of people. It brought me to Prague, a city filled with weeping angels I could write about in my journal of impossible things. I studied there for a year, my first time spending more than a few hours outside of my home country. It felt like a temporary fantasy escape from working class realities, like parents who didn't have the option to help support me financially, a student debt I was accruing but still didn't understand, and a burgeoning class consciousness that made me confused and invisible too long before it made me angry and proud. Anywhere in the universe free of charge, the doctor tells Rose, and bless him for knowing that the qualifier matters. Not all doctors would know, but this is the presentation Nine has chosen. A man with a working class accent from the north, from not the posh center of it all where stories and their power usually sit. In this incarnation, the doctor wants to be working class too, wants to wear jeans and a leather jacket instead of any kind of suit, understands how it feels to always have to ask for the cost or to choose silence and simply assume you can't pay it. Looking back, I see how it wasn't just Rose. It was that doctor that mattered to me too. You can find more of Katie's work at dinofgeek.com. And you can find her on Twitter at K-A-Y-T-I-B-U-R-T. You can also start hearing her regularly on a weekly podcast along with Jen Burt, Warren Fry from Radio Free Scarrow, and me as we start a rewatch of The Expanse leading up to The Expanse's fourth season debut on December 13th. The name of the podcast is A Legitimate Salvage. We are at The Incomparable Network at theincomparable.com slash salvage or find us on Twitter there at Legit Salvage. If you like The Expanse, check out that podcast as well. Meanwhile, you can find more episodes of the Two Minute Time Lord podcast at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com, and we're on Twitter at Numeral Two Minute Time Lord. I will talk to you next week. Bye.